All right, Lisa, it's your turn. What the hell, man? Why do I every time? Every time, it's not. Yeah, it's like it's. You're like Tommy. It's like, what do you mean? I got to do this. It's your job. Exactly. It's your job. So this week on three sides of the coin, number one, first of all, I'm back, and that right there, that's winner, winner, chicken dinner. I had other things to do, but now I'm. It's like the return of Lisa. You know, like the return of Kiss. So this week we talked about a bunch of stuff, and uh, the Kiss tour coming up. Well, the kiss starts already started. So tune in, see what you think. And uh, again, you get to see me. And tune in to the very end. Is it the end of the road for Mike? Oh, <laughs> no, I don't buy I that. Got <laughs> to give them some reason to stick to the end. That's that's all they care about. Oh my God, Brambles. Brambles go. go on. <laughs> Finally. This is Three Sides of the Coin. Talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Want to get your official Three Sides of the Coin logo and shocker tee? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. Hey, Three Sides World, uh, we've got a breaking news segment here that we are recording on Friday morning, August 27th, a few days after we recorded the full episode, which that full episode is going to follow after this little segment here. Um, unfortunately, Mark couldn't join us for this, and we get to see Lisa in work mode, not teacher mode, Mm-mm. not work. mom mode, work mode. Although That's when I'm, I'm in my most intense. I'm not sure what kind of work lets somebody wear a Pittsburgh Steelers jersey to the office, but it's football day. Okay, whatever, whatever. Anyway, so the reason we're here is if you haven't heard yet, um, yesterday, August 26th, Kiss at the very last minute, I mean, literally last minute, people were already in the venue they had done their sound check performance um they announced their show in pennsylvania was canceled and initially the report came out that somebody on their team had covid but it was quickly officially announced paul stanley was diagnosed with covid um we don't have any other details beyond that we don't know when he might have been infected. We don't know anything other than he has been vaccinated. He he and everybody on the crew and the band gets tested daily. Um, so he had a negative test yesterday. Or I don't know, is it negative or positive? I don't know. It's be positive. Positive. Uh, pos- positive test. Positive test for COVID. Um, you know, I, I, I think all we're doing here is is letting people know this happened we don't know the future of more shows um i did see somebody posted something that the saturday show has already been postponed i don't know if kiss has announced it or the venues announced it but i would think it's safe to say that 
at least a couple weeks worth of shows, if not more, are going to be postponed. Uh, you know, if he goes into quarantine for at least 10 days or 14 days, they're not going to be playing shows. So I would say don't don't freak out. I mean, the 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 logical assumption is if you've got a show within the next two weeks, there's pretty good chance it's going to be postponed and rescheduled. Yeah. One's in two days. Yep. Son of a bitch. But you know what? Now, I don't know the whole COVID rules or anything like that. I'm just checking to see if there's still tickets for the Atlanta show. Um, I don't know the rules of the quarantine anymore, but do you still have to quarantine if you've been vaccinated and you get get the COVID? Do you still have to quarantine? I believe that is true. So, okay. you know, and just to clear up some um, misunderstandings that we've seen on some of the comments on, on our Facebook group and our Facebook page. Um, you can get infected even though you're vaccinated. That is not news to most people. That's been known for a long time. The, you know, so the vaccine does not prevent you from getting this. What it does is it dramatically lessens the 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 outcome the outcome your symptoms your reaction to it and most likely you do not end up in the hospital and and most likely thankfully you're not going to die um most people and i i don't know about you two guys but i've known people who have been vaccinated who've got it and they basically said and this isn't to downplay covid in general but it's nothing more than a bad cold or a mild flu that you get if you have the vaccine and you get COVID. It doesn't last long. It's very mild. And you pretty much come out of it fine. And that's not to say that there isn't some extreme cases. There's always going to be, you know, a very small percent of extreme cases where it can be worse. But I would like to think Paul Stanley is a strong, healthy person. You know, he exercises regularly, right? As he posted yesterday, he rides his bike like 25, 26 miles a day. That's crazy. I can't even walk from here to the door without getting winded. So to, to ride 26, I was like, holy shit. I couldn't even believe that. I was like, I oh know. I know. I mean, maybe it's all downhill that he rides. I don't know. Uh, well, whatever. And, and, even doing that, I probably. So, somebody picks attack. him up at the bottom of the hill and drives him home. <laughs> That's what I need. <laughs> That's a mark. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you can get infected with the vaccine. We know that. I mean, basically, that's what we've been seeing. Or I, I should say we I've been seeing because I work in the industry. It's like a daily occurrence now that there's another band, another musician that's announcing either the whole tour has been canceled or they've canceled one date or a couple weeks worth of dates because somebody who's been vaccinated has been infected. And they're doing that just to be cautious because you can still pass it along as well. Even if you're vaccinated and you get it, you could still give it to somebody else. And that's why they are doing this. That's why I'm assuming Paul has gone into a quarantine you know to be safe amongst the rest of the band the crew his family 
I mean, he's got he's got kids that probably are not old enough to be vaccinated yet, so I'm sure he wants to be safe around them as well. Well, if he's going to quarantine, he picked an outstanding city to quarantine in. Well, you know, it makes you want, you know, did he quarantine in that city? Did they hop on on the private jet and fly home? Maybe he yeah. flew home by himself on the private jet. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. The, you know, there's a lot of unanswered questions. There's a, he, yeah, I think that's part of what we wanted to address here is there's a ton of unanswered stuff. So stop the rumors, people. I mean, yeah. yesterday before it was confirmed that it was COVID, people were like, Paul Stanley had a heart attack. Eric Singer had a heart attack. Uh, you know, EMTs were rushing into the backstage area. You know, well, I did hear. Well, again, with me, I have so many friends that were going to that show and people were actually there. They did say that an ambulance did go. But if an ambulance did go, I think that's just normal protocol. Well, I was going to say, for, I mean, first, first of all, I think most of these shows, even outside of covid, they have ambulances already parked. Yeah. At yeah. Venues. Just, or if not in the venue, somewhere in a vicinity where like I one mean, of the park remote parking lots yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, that's just same with fire trucks, too. They fire have trucks, to have yeah. It, they're, they're just there as part of being safe and cautious. So um, stop with the rumors. Stop with the I heard this. I heard that. And and personally, I would also add and, and this just goes for our Facebook group and page. If you can't post something without showing a little compassion, don't open your freaking mouth. Seriously. I mean, I don't want, and, and this isn't just because it's Paul Stanley, but it's pretty low to laugh when somebody announces they've gotten COVID. Yeah. I mean, that's just, I don't know. It's despicable. I agree. So you can, well, there's many other places on the internet. You can go to act like an ass. We're not going to accept it. Well, in my understanding, the heart attack rumor started because there were people that were working at the venue telling the fans as they were leaving that Paul Stanley had a heart attack. And it's like, if he comes on and says to you, no, I'm fine. I I didn't have a heart attack. I have COVID. What's there not to believe? Yeah. Even if he's not telling you the truth, doesn't he also have the right to his own privacy about his medical records or whatever is going on with him? I, I'm I think believe that... Go ahead, Tommy. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I just, I believe that he has COVID, like he said. And, you know, I, the frustrating part for me is that this was unfolding yesterday as I had so many people sending me messages, which is fine. I appreciate that. But some of them, it's like you, they wouldn't accept the fact that I wasn't telling them everything. And they didn't believe you. I didn't know. I was in the middle of doing something and, and Believe it or not, I'm on Facebook sometimes and I'm actually working because it's real estate stuff or what are the kiss auctions, whatever it is. I had no idea. I didn't even know what had happened. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then they're like, well, what can you share with me? What can you tell us? You know, I'm like, I don't know anything. I, I truly don't. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with asking the questions, but some people took it further than that. We're like, well, I, you're not, you're just not telling us. We're, we're like, part of the cover up. Yeah. And, and it's like, I'm not going to, the last thing I'm going to do when all of this stuff is going on is reach out to anybody with inside that organization. Exactly. That I know That's what I did. I didn't, I wasn't bothering a single person. Yeah, it's, you know, it was a shit show back there. You oh, know, God. it was an absolute shit show figuring out what they're going to do last minute and thinking of all these, I mean, to cancel a show that quickly, 
does not, it's not like, okay, we're just going to cancel the show. There's so many moving pieces to this puzzle. You know, you have people in the venue already. Yeah. There's a huge, a huge stage already set up. Um, you got to think about the fans that are, there was thousands of fans in the parking lot already because the doors are about ready to open. Um, you know, then you have the, the, promoter you have all this other crap going on the last thing i was going to do is text somebody and go hey what's going on well you know? and, and and add to that i'm sure once it was it was confirmed that paul was positive with covid everybody else who's been around paul is immediately like okay you, you guys have to quarantine until we test you until we find out if you're positive or negative as well i mean no i didn't even as, think of that part you know That's as much as much as as you know, the band, the band tries to operate within a bubble, basically. So, you know, you know, there's the band members, there's assistants, there's tour managers, there's their techs. Those are people that are all daily within immediate close contact, talking, sitting next to, working with mm -hmm. Paul and everybody else. So all of those people had to, all of a sudden it's like, okay, everybody and i don't know that could be dozens of people for all i know you guys can't go out there and start mingling with everybody else because you might be positive as well i think it's an impossibility for them to stop something like this from happening yeah. uh, especially if you're doing any kind of meet and greets at all even if you're leaving the hotel to get a sandwich mm -hmm. you're you're putting yourself at risk of being exposed and this is how it goes and i would not be surprised if whatever ends up happening is not only decided upon for the safety among everybody but also there's that insurance component as well exactly and and, and i think the biggest thing for me is, is that i'm not a rumor person i'm also not the kind of person who wants to be a breaking news person i'm not in the media we do a stupid podcast that's what we do i don't I don't want to be the first person to tell anyone anything. And, and do you honestly also believe that if, I don't know, Tommy Thayer called me and said, hey, this is exactly what's going on. Do you think I would honestly <laughs> betray his trust and tell yeah, anybody but, anything? Yeah, no. in the same exact way. I'm, yeah. not, and, and, I'm not and, a news reporter. Let, and, that's and what to, Kiss and, Online is for. And, and to that point, Tommy, if they wanted us to put some news out, they would call us and say, hey, guys, could you put some news out? And we would or, do that or, happily. Or, or could you not put this out? Whatever. But we are not, we, we've said this amongst, among everything in the KISS world, we're not in the loop as to what's going on daily in KISS's decisions. And we're not given previews of what's happening six months from now and a year from now. We are fans who get the information the same way you do. Uh -huh. off of the internet from the bands posting stuff from their website from their facebook you know you know yes we have closer connections with them than many people do but we're not again we're not picking up the phone and going oh hey tommy hey gene could you confirm what's going on with paul i could i could guarantee you what would happen if we did that click or don't call, don't call us ever again, click. I mean, that's, we, we, we kind of understand that. And it's just like, step back. The, or Fran. Yeah. Or oh, I Fran. know. I... Keith, you know, uh, you yeah. know, you know, so 
we're we're just like you although i'd like to think we don't jump to conclusions you know when when this first started happening yesterday i told everybody here i said i'm going to go on our facebook page and say stop with the rumors the show all we know right now is the show's not happening stop posting rumors i mean there were easily a half a dozen just different frankly crazy rumors uh-huh. that people were starting to post all over the place and it's just like no that's not what we're about we will not get sucked into that and we're not going to let you guys go start posting those comments either you post those comments they're going to get deleted and you might get blocked it's just the way it yeah. goes there's there's other there's other cesspools out there that you can go and post all the crap you want and the, the only reason excuse me the only reason that i once i found out that the show was postponed it was confirmed i had i just made calls to my friends who i knew were heading down there because believe it or not it's a very far distance from where the majority of my friends live down to that venue i mean it's it's a good hour and i was trying to stop them before they made it all the way there to be turned away so as soon as i heard inklings or I was able to confirm it hundred percent. That's the only reason why I posted it on my page because I was trying to save a lot of my friends who were on their way to turn around and come back. And I even said that you might want to call the venue anyway, just to hundred percent confirm things because that is a very far distance to go. Nobody right. it's, it's in the middle of nowhere. So it's not like anybody just travels five minutes down the street. People were coming in from Ohio and West Virginia that I knew of. It's like, I was just trying to put the word out and I did save one person from going, which was, I guess, a good, not in a good way, but they were disappointed, but I just hated for them to make that trek all the way down there. Um, but also I said too, don't ask me what happened. I don't know, yeah. but you know, it, it, wait until the official announcement comes out. But the only thing I can say is that it was postponed. That's it. That's all I got. And, so, and, yeah. and, 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 and kiss and kiss kiss made their official statement fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it wasn't like we waited hours and hours and hours. It happened very quickly. And the news that we shared through the three sides, social medias was all Kiss's official statement. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I just want to reiterate again, I don't mind that people were are reaching out. But if I don't know anything, I don't know anything. And I please believe me and let it go. Don't keep asking the question in a different way, thinking you're going to get a different answer. And I will not speculate with you guys because I don't know. And I've got nothing to say because I don't know. And I don't, I don't like speculation. That's just not, I love speculation on football teams. Like who do you think they're going to play tonight? And what do you think they're going to do? And you think, you know, that I like, but I don't want to speculate on the health of someone or what I think the tour is going to do. I don't know. We all just have to wait and see. I mean, that's, it's the waiting game. You know, well, I had people asking me if they, if they, if I thought they would be able to get their money back. How the hell would you know? <laughs> that was you were... <laughs> I'm just like, I, I, I call Ticketmaster. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't well, do know. I don't... Gonna, do you think they're going to refund it or do you think they're going to postpone it? Or do you think they're going to, I'm like, I don't know. I, I, you know, and I get it. I, I understand people are concerned and worried and all, I, but I, we're not the, we're not the source. We're the wrong people. Yeah. To ask. And I got a show in two days. So if anyone's a little on, you know, huh, it's me. <laughs> so I'm well, supposed I to be there in two days. 
yeah, I had a plane ticket to go out to Detroit. But if I, you know, if I had to guess, I would say that that they're going to come out with a, an announcement, yeah. hopefully today, sooner rather than later, which will be way over by the time you guys see this, that will kind of lay everything out. Until then, I'm not doing a thing until but I hear exactly. Tickets are tickets are still available for tomorrow's show and Saturday and Sunday show. So that's I, I again, this is just on kiss online you click the little thing under the tour and takes you to Ticketmaster. i mean that's mm -hmm. the route i'm going and they're, they're still available but again that means nothing at this time um yeah i mean i can still pick seats but yeah, again I, that I means mean, nothing i mean I, my advice is just look at what hat what's happening out there with other bands that this happens to but i also think that in kiss's case where they they're a little bit more yeah, that's happening with other bands and they're canceling and that, that, that actually, you know, it could be, it could be the route, but KISS has a lot of other things that they have with their tour. It's not just they get up and play. They have all these other elements too, which can kind of, um, well, which is complicates it for them. That's, that's on, exactly on, what I mean. On, more complication. On, Thank on you. On figuring that, out what to do moving forward. Right. Right. But, but at, at, at the core, again, again, just look at what other artists have done, you know, whether it was the Foo Fighters or REO Speedwagon, bigger artists, they don't just cancel one show and back to the show the next night when something like this happens. Well, the plus, unfortunate reality is they usually cancel a number of shows and do they have a plan in place well kiss is pretty i mean kiss is kiss i'm sure that they have a like okay if this happens you know a workflow plan you know what if something happens but, what but, are we going to do if something keep, happens keep, what are we keep gonna... in mind yeah they've got a plan but one person doesn't change everything once it's decided to change uh -huh. it's not like one person goes on and removes them from Ticketmaster, removes it from Kiss Online and issue. There's a lot of different people at different companies that have different responsibilities that all have to be coordinated to get the same information out, inform the same customer service agents of the correct information and have it all timed. So yep, every, yep. it is, it is, it is a challenge. So I, I just say, have some patience. The information will be revealed when it's ready. Um, just look at what's going on amongst other shows, though, to give you a clue. I mean, that that's it. Just give yourself an intelligent clue as to what could be happening here. And well, and I think the other piece of it, too, is, is that if you look at it from a common sense standpoint, I was actually surprised they decided to go out when they did because they don't need to. Whereas if you're looking at some of the, the younger bands or some of the mid-tier bands, whatever term you want to use, they depend on the touring income and they need to be out there and play. Kiss isn't one of those. I'm surprised that the Rolling Stones are moving forward with everything. Yeah, you know, I you know? think if I can, I don't remember the exact timing of everything, but I think when Kiss announced the, the U.S. tour, Things hadn't flared up quite the as bad. Yeah. Everybody was thinking, okay, this is going to be this is going to be okay and we can manage this. It's only in the last few weeks that things have just flared up. Like I said, I mean it's a daily occurrence now that there's some artist, Kiss, Kid Rock, Garth Brooks, REO Speedwagon, I mean Nine Inch Nails, Limp Biscuit. The the list goes on and on on a daily basis now of, of shows that are falling off because they either don't want to risk it or something did happen. 
Yeah. Um, and, and you have to take it seriously uh, it, because it affects everyone differently. But then at the same time, you have to have what I would consider to be calculated risk. Yep. You know, because I went and stood in the middle of that uh, crowd of people for the Green Day show the other night, which was phenomenal. I'm so glad I went, but I've had COVID. I've been vaccinated, so I'm going to continue to live my life. So I think it's it's a trade-off, and you guys have to make a decision what's best for you. Uh-huh. I personally am a fan of getting the vaccine. I think if it can slow things for me so that I don't end up in the hospital or die, of course, it's worth it. If you're on the other side of the fence and feel that this is something you don't want to do, well, that's fine too. But each one of us lives with our consequences. But what I'm getting tired of is with this virus is that the hatred and anger and angst amongst people um, on both sides of the fence of this issue. COVID is here to stay. It's not going away. Yep. It's like We're the flu, to, meaning, yeah. the, meaning the flu, like it's not going away. And I mean, right. like yeah, but, the, but, the, but, that kind of stuff. Right. But, but in all fairness too, Lisa, look at how many people a year die of the flu. Yeah, I know. That's like, where I was going to go with that. And I, yeah. So I just think, that with insurance and the risk of touring right now, unless we hear something different, why would we believe that, that they're not telling us the truth? Yep. Yep. You know, you know, and I, and I, I, I have to ask, and I wonder, do they regret, do they kiss regret doing the meet and greets now? Yeah. Right. I mean, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying the infection came from the meet and greets at all. No, I'm just, it's just, you know, it's, when you're trying to control who the band comes in contact with, it's much easier to control it when it's just your own crew and staff. And right. you can, you can basically say nobody else is allowed in the dressing room. Nobody's allowed yeah. past this point in the hall. Nobody else is on the plane. All of these people who do come in contact and enter those areas must be vaccinated, must wear masks all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's great. But then, you know, once you step outside that bubble, it's kind of pointless. Yeah. Once you step outside that bubble and you're doing a meet and greet, and and let's be honest, I think it, we all pretty much know stand behind plexiglass, you know, is only going to protect you if somebody sneezes directly in your face. I mean, otherwise, germs have a way of just floating around and coming around yeah. the other side. Um, or, you know, you do the, the meet and greet in, in a dressing room and you're standing six feet behind people, but still, if it's there, it's there. Yeah. Um, I wonder if there's a, I, I actually, I guess the question is, I wonder when they return, because I'd like to think they will, will meet and greets just across the board be gone for kiss? I think that the uh, sound check was a good idea. You know, but but let's, let's keep in mind still. I mean, you're sitting on stage and yeah, you're 10, 12 feet in front of somebody, but there's a hundred other people out there in the audience that you don't know. Again, you can control the people in your bubble. You can, yeah, well, yeah. you can't, yeah. you are trusting the people out there in the audience that when they say they were vaccinated, yes, they got vaccinated. That they are, that, that are you feeling healthy? You're trusting that they say yes. I mean, we can all raise our hands. How many times have we felt like we had a mild flu, but we still went to work? Right. We all have done that. And and I think that once we get through this Delta variant, there'll be another one. 
Yep. And it's going to become a way of life. And it's going to be like the flu to Lisa's point. And we're going to have to figure out as a society how to handle this. And again, it's going to be reasonable risk. And I think the more people that get it, the closer we get to herd immunity. But, you know, again, it's, we got to live with this. This is what it is. So yeah. And nothing is foolproof. I mean, you no. get the vaccine. I mean, just look at Paul. I mean, my father got the pneumonia vaccine and he died from pneumonia. So, yeah. I mean, no, you know, no. it's, you can get, you can get the flu vaccine and still get the and, flu. Yeah. There's always yeah. that chance. That doesn't mean it's not effective. It just means no. there's always a chance. There's always a small, small percent where it's not going to work for whatever the combinations yeah. of because of your personal health, your DNA, blah, blah, blah. You know, so you're right. I mean, this is here to stay. And, and, and I think what I've been talking about, especially in my other podcast, is we're going to have to get to a point where we understand how to manage this and we're just not there yet we're just and, not and there yet because it's it's changing too quickly there's too many variables still but but by that i mean understanding that yes you can get it while you're vaccinated but you're not going to become deathly ill from it and therefore maybe that that crew member um is just taken off the job for a couple days and sleeps it off in their bunk and everybody comes back now Listen, when when a band member gets it, even if a band member gets the bad flu, I mean, we've seen in the past there Kiss have canceled shows when Paul's been sick. Yeah. So it, it's it's understanding how to manage it. But at the same time, right now, we're at a very fragile point of are we going to be able to move forward or are all these shows just going to collapse and and everybody's just going to go? That's it. We can't trust what's going on. We can't trust the systems. We can't trust how we're being managed. We can't, we can't trust the fans. We can't trust the, you know, workers or whatever that they all are abiding by the rules that Kiss's inner bubble follows. And they never will. No, and they never it's will. Nature, nature not to. I look at getting the vaccine the same way I do of putting on a seatbelt when I get in the car. I figure, all right, if I do get in an accident, the seatbelt could be the thing that's going to save my life. Yeah, you're still going to have scratches. That's a very you good analogy, might, Tommy. You still might break a bone or two. Yeah. But hopefully you're able to come out of that accident alive and for the most part healthy. That's yeah. a very good analogy. Thank you. That was excellent. Thank you. And, and so I'm not pimping it one way or another. I just think to, to Michael's point, we haven't learned how to manage it. I do believe this will continue and we will get back to these shows, but don't be surprised if this gets put off now for the rest of the year and into yeah. next. And also, also it's a financial burden if they have to keep canceling these shows at last minute drops like that too. Yeah. I mean, I don't, because I don't know what's written who... in their contracts or whatever the case may be, but you know, usually if they, it, like there's clauses and Michael, you would know better than I would, but there's clauses that are put into these contracts that like unforeseeable cancellations that would be like hurricane or tornado or some shit like that, where there's not a financial, uh, spec, a financial issue with it. I think I'm correct. Again, this has been a while since well, I had my yeah, contract. Yeah. But and, and, and those contracts, you're, you're right. I mean, basically if a show gets canceled and there's various reasons that are acceptable or not, Forces of nature will depend on whether the band has to give back the deposit for their performance when when tickets have to be refunded to consumers. Right. I mean, 
you know, we generally have learned over the last year and a half that canceling a concert means, yes, you can get your money back. Postponing a concert means no. The only time you get your money back if it's postponed is if the new date is a date you can't attend and then you have to request your refund. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's millions of dollars out there that legitimately these people don't want to give back. Right have to i mean even even meet and greet money i mean that meet and greet money is going to have to be refunded if meet and greets don't happen there's a there's a lot of again there's a lot of moving parts that have to be addressed here it's it's a new world contracts are being rewritten because of covid whether it's in favor of or against the bands we don't i've never seen them yet but they are being rewritten insurance is becoming a very big part of this um, I guess all I would say is right now, let's have a little compassion and, and, and feelings for Paul and the band, but Paul, mm-hmm. because he's sick, let's wish him the best and stop getting angry that they've had to cancel a show. Oh my God, I'm sorry. You got fucking, you know, uh, it, it upended your your dream concert. I'm sorry, but you know what? Somebody's dealing with COVID and we're hoping he comes out of this healthy. You can go to another show maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you have to get angry about it. I mean, yeah, if they cancel on for Sunday, I'll be disappointed, but you know, these are different times, different times, different things, you know, again, I'll be disappointed, but I'm not going to be angry. And don't get mad at the bands, not just kiss, but any band out there that puts in, rules and regulations and requirements for their shows and for their meet and greets right again they're doing this to try and protect everybody in the band in the crew in the venue everything else they want to be safe so they can keep doing shows and they're doing the best they can right now they're dealing with the the cards they are dealt yeah they're dealing with what we know they're dealing with ever-changing mandates and laws and requirements and you know, now is not the time to get pissed at your favorite band because they did something that you didn't like goes against yeah. your belief. You, it, it, here's what I said yesterday in my podcast. You know, if if you are really a supporter of your band, then go do what you need to do to support them. I mean, we've said this all along with like, you know, hey, Ace Fraley's releasing a new album. Go buy it. He's not going to record more albums if you don't support them if you want these bands to continue to tour and i'm talking everything from the buck cherries of the world to the kisses of the world go support them on tour but do it in a safe way that that keeps the band protected keeps them safe keeps you safe and protected so they can keep touring you don't want to wake up tomorrow and go, oh, damn, my favorite band has to cancel four weeks of shows because somebody got infected. And that new Buck Cherry is oh so good. They're, I Directed. think they just announced Buck Cherry is going to be here in Atlanta. I forget when. Well, I'm going be. to see him tonight. Oh. Yeah. You know, and in terms of the kiss thing, too, and the meet and greets and everything, you know, and when you were talking about, Michael, just people complaining. So if, if Kiss didn't find a way to do the meet and greet, yeah, I know it's behind the plexiglass and, and all that stuff but if they decided not to do it you know everybody would have been bitching 
Yep. If they're bitching because it's behind plexiglass, if they didn't do that, right. then they would have bitched because it didn't happen at all. So Kiss is trying to make it work. Yeah, and maybe not to your liking, liking but at least they're making an effort. They, you know? they, they, they made an effort to do the meet and greets. Don't yep. don't have a tantrum now if they decide to cancel them all, because, again, it's their lives and it's their safety at, yep. at the end of the day. You know, if the four guys in KISS all come down with COVID, nothing else is going to happen. You know, not, and I'm not trying to lessen the importance of crew members, but crew members can are behind the scenes and can be replaced in the long run if need be. Well, maybe I will replace meaning like substituted in by somebody else. You know what yes, I mean? Like you don't yes. want to say they're 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 replaced. No, no, right, right. I don't Substitute want it to come out come that in. way. But but yes, you know, if for the next two weeks they needed to find somebody else to come in and do it, they could. Yeah. If the four guys in the band can't get up on stage, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, they're it's a little not happening. So they they are the linchpin to all of this, and they're their safety and their health is the absolute most important thing. So, and that goes for every band out there. The small ones you go into a bar and see in a general admission show. If the band can't perform, that show just doesn't happen. Right. Plain and simple. And you know so what, give Tommy, them a little, I'm sorry. Give them a little, just give these bands a little respect and leeway. They are, you know, here's the, here's the one, here's an interesting statement from my podcast yesterday. I talked to a, a head of booking agent on bands, you know, tip, at least for his artists, bands typically make 60 to 70% of their yearly income from live shows and selling merchandise at live shows, 60 to 70%. So we're a year and a half into basically neither of those revenue streams have happened for bands. There's, they want, they not just want, they need to get back out and start playing live because sadly the next step is the bands break up and they go become realtors. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, and, yeah. and, 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 and listen, at least I know there's, there's crew members out there, not in the kiss world that I know, of, but other bands where the crew members were like, I can't ride this out any longer. I'm leaving the music business. Mm -hmm. I'm going off to study real estate. I'm mm -hmm. going to get, you know, I'm coming a car salesman, whatever it might be. That's the next step. That's not the next step for kiss. Obviously kiss isn't going to run out of money, but some of these smaller bands that you see in nightclubs and bars and, you know, playing to a couple hundred people, they can't go another six to 12 months without this income. Yeah. They and, need and to be out on the road. They, they need it. And, 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 I just think as fans, we should do whatever we can that we feel safe doing to help them mm -hmm. get back on the road and do this. Mm -hmm. I agree. Tommy, you said something um, about why would they, why would they go out at this time? You know what I mean? You said it starting the tour with, and Michael said when, when they announced all these dates, there wasn't that that variant yet it wasn't exploding at that point also at the same time they still have a lot of they have a lot of dates to make up yeah. and as they're as they pull push this out even more and more you're going to see the you know the age of gene and paul get higher and higher to the point where maybe you know they they plan it where you know 20 
2021 I they, think was they, supposed they, to be the end. Yeah, well, la last month was last, supposed to be the last yes. show Kiss right. ever performed. Right, in July. So and it would have put it would have put Gene at 70 and it would put what Paul's at 60 something. He was I don't know how long he was born in 53, right? So whatever. But now as we keep moving this out, we're getting to the deeper, you know, into the 70s for them. And I mean, I'm not saying that they're not gonna be able to do it, but Gene said before that, you know body's not like it used to be so i don't think they want to be they still have to make up these dates which they know which you know they will because that's just how they are they're not gonna cancel a whole bunch of shows and then be like sorry so they're gonna do everything they can to to take care of those fans but at the same time their bodies are getting older and older and how, how much further can can they push this out without wearing their bodies down you know so it was like especially if there's still uncontrolled yeah. COVID outbreaks going on because yeah. they are in that age bracket that just age wise, they're more, more susceptible to things, although yeah. they are healthy. Um, well, and you don't have to look any further than what's going on in Israel right now. You yeah. know, they have among, they are among the highest vaccinated people in any nation. And they have an outbreak going on right now that they're recording record numbers of hospitalizations and deaths and all of that. So it's something to take seriously. But at the same time, if you look at the amount of people that have died from the amount of people that get sick and live, it's a very, still a very small amount, but that's enough right there to make insurance companies go, well, wait a minute, because the last thing insurance want to do, companies want to do is pay out anything for anything. Because right. they're in the business of making money, just like everyone else is. And so I think that some of it's also driving that as well. But let's face it, older bands, to your point, Lisa, people that are in their 60s and 70s do have a much bigger concern. If you look at it from a realistic point of view, than maybe a band that's in their 20s and 30s. Right. That's what I mean. That's why they I think that that's why they needed to make a decision to go back out again, even if it wasn't in the most. Um, you know, best of environments. That's why they probably wrote a lot of things in contracts and such and made a lot of um, rules put into place for crew and support, you know, for their support and things like that. But I think that they can't really wait too much longer because of, and I, I mean, I hate to say age because age to me is just a number, but, but, but it's, age, it's, age, it's, you know? it's age in relation to what Gene said whether your mind is still 25 years old, your your joints and your muscles are 70 years old and they don't respond. Right. And they don't just stand like there and play to. instruments. I mean, look how much Gene moves around, Paul jumping up and down. I mean, that, you know, that puts a lot of wear and tear on their bodies and they're not just going to sit on a stool and play because that's just not how they operate. Yep. So there's a lot of factors. I mean, to me, that's what I was like. Well, yeah, they probably had it be like, OK, we got to get out there because, you know, it's tough on our bodies and we got to get we got to get through this whole thing i mean they're what a year and a half behind mm -hmm. you know i mean gene could be torn to he's 76 years old i mean ooh. i mean not i don't mean that like in a, ooh, in a bad way but can his body handle that you know yeah yep exactly you know like you said i i have a hard time just getting up off the couch and walk into the kitchen sometimes yeah exactly <laughs> and i'm not wearing all that armor and giant platform boots which i've had on and let me tell you they're not easy to walk in so you know i i, I walked about an inch and i almost twisted my ankle so yeah and i i get why they made the, the decision to go out but you know and 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 before we wrap up here 
Um, don't ask us about the cruise either. We don't know what's going on with the cruise. You know, they haven't said anything, you know, go by the latest information. But again, also just be be smart. You got to go look at what's going on out there. Look at what other bands are doing. Look at what cruise lines are doing, what's happening on cruises and use that to maybe help you make a more informed decision until until the, the facts are released by KISS as to, you know, is the cruise happening? Is the cruise not? We don't know. That's what it comes down to. We don't know. Um, nobody knows anything right now. I mean, even KISS doesn't know because, you know, this whole COVID thing, you know, I, we were talking a year ago that we were like, yeah, no problem by, by summer and fall of 2021, we're going to be past this. People are going to be vaccinated. We're going to all be safe and healthy. And here we are getting ready to shut down touring again. Nobody, nobody could have foreseen this. Nobody thought this could have happened. It's just because we don't know about this, this COVID disease. We don't know how it, it migrates, how it changes, what it does. You just got to have patience is all I can say. And, you know, keep, keep the anger to yourself. It's not, you know, you don't get mad at us. Don't get mad at Paul. Don't get mad at kiss. They're just doing the best they can with what they know and what they can do. Mm -hmm. it's yeah. true. I mean, again, you want to act like an asshole, go somewhere else. You're not acting like an asshole on our social medias. We just got no time or patience for that. You want to crack an insensitive joke? Try it and see how long you're around. Yep. We don't put up with it. So let's just end with, you know, everybody keep Paul Stanley and the band and the crew and all of them in your thoughts and, you know, prayers, if you believe in praying, um, keep them in your thoughts. You know, we want a, a healthy recovery and let's cross our fingers that everything gets rescheduled to a future date and this doesn't happen again, but mm -hmm. yep. be prepared. It could happen easily again. This is the sad thing here. Yep. So yep. There you go. If you if if you're missing a show because of it, we are we are truly sorry. But you know, Paul Stanley's health comes first and foremost. Because yeah. if something happens to him, then guess what? There's no there's there is, no postpones. It's all there's no postpones. Be there's no reschedules. There's no reschedules. So you know, got to do what you got to do. Yep, exactly. All right, everybody. So let it roll. Here comes the normal episode that we had already recorded a few days ago. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Three Sides of the Coin. You got three sides that matter. And the fourth will be joining us a little later. The lovely Lisa is going to be showing up. Um, so no guests this week. So by that, you can hit the stop button and leave immediately because you just tune in for our cool guests, not for the Weisenheimers. Um, Tommy, you got any comments or should I read them? Uh, I was just looking them up. I haven't had a chance to see them yet today. So give me one minute. Why don't you? Nor have I. I've been keep so everybody busy. busy. Yeah. Keep, keep yeah. everyone entertained, guys. Well, let me, while you're doing this, um, 
I'll just read a few of them here and then you can jump sure. in. Uh, a Steinman, and these are on YouTube on our new episode that just dropped today with Pat from the Metal Hall of Fame. Yep, going to watch the inductions. No, I did not know anything about the Metal Hall of Fame until you guys mentioned it on the last episode. I would like to eventually see Alice Cooper, Rush, Iron Maiden, Eric Singer, and Tommy Thayer. Um, let's see. G. John Clark. That's awesome that Striper's being inducted. Too bad Timothy Gaines will not be included. Um, let's see. What else have we got here? Oh, here's a good comment from a couple weeks ago when we had Frank from Hatebreed on. Yeah. Fido Flint. Oh, it's my buddy. Is he? Yeah, he's a local guy. Great guy. Um, it's not Izzy. No, no, no. no. Izzy's, I don't know what it is. Izzy's too busy. I don't know what's Izzy doing. Same stuff Izzy does all the time, which basically amounts to nothing. Um, Fido Flint. And I love comments like this. I'm no hate breed fan, but that might have to change based on how much I now love Frank. Listening (laughs) to him tell his kiss geek origin stories reminds me of mine. I'm barely a month older, also born to parents who partied and raised me on great rock and roll before they got divorced, spoiled by grandparents who supported my vinyl habit, also scared shitless by Gene Simmons and being young enough to think your favorite band were actually superheroes. So many parallels. I boarded the Kiss train and saw them live earlier than he did. But as soon as Frank started talking, I knew he was the kind of person that I meet at shows and conventions and instantly realize, yes, I'm with my tribe. Like that moment when you spot another Kiss t-shirt walking down the street and two strangers give each other the look. Now, be careful if Mark spots, because that look could mean something else. Now, I yeah. will tell you, what did I know? I didn't even know what what Fido wrote, right? And I, I could tell you before you read it, it was going to be great because he's just that kind of guy. He's a wonderful wonderful uh person a big check in the asset column of humanity whatever and and, and wonderful and, guy and while we're reading this comment lisa will be joining us and um, then i've got yeah and then let's i think this one's important too and this is from the same week uh david rickson my mom passed away yesterday one of the last conversations we had was about a kiss concert she saw on the television news back in 1980 my parents let us fly to sydney to see kiss and stay at a hotel thanks mom i'm actually watching three sides as we are in lockdown in six months for melbourne i'm still in shock losing my mom but watching you knuckleheads cheered me up bless you all thank you david and we're so so sorry for your loss oh my god oh my god there she is the beautiful lisa and the outdoor setting Lisa, say something because otherwise I don't get to see you. Mike's just is is pie holes taking up the whole fucking screen. Really? Lisa, make a noise. Can... That's because hey, Mark doesn't. Go. That's because Mark doesn't know how to change the settings on his screen. Yeah, to show everybody. You know what? And I don't care. You know, maybe when Tommy's here next week, he can fucking show me how to so, do this. So, Lisa, quick question. Yes. Did you clear the backyard of hummingbirds? <laughs> well, the, the the feeder, it, first of all, is not full. Number one. And number two, I have so many squirrels in the backyard that they like they emptied up the hummingbird feeder and the deer. You you, you got the wet hair look. You just got out of the shower? 
I do. I did because my hair was, I was not looking very nice. And uh, there's no such thing. Well, if my hair was like pulled up in a little bun, it did not look good. Like so mine is. See, look at that. Like mine is. Yeah, but yours looks nice. Mine was like, when I, <laughs> mine's all under a hat. So. It was like that. So, I'm like, well, oh, we're, having a, we're having that shit. I mean, it's 90 with, you know, 90% humidity here in the Rocket Motor City here. It's fucking just oppressive. Oh, it's so hot here. It's, re- it's I think it's like 95 or 96 degrees. It's so hot. Not as hot as you, though, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Look at all that gray. I'm getting my hair covered. <laughs> Get my hair done on Saturday because the big Liz, Liz, is, Liz is at the hair place now, as a matter yep. of fact. So, mm-hmm. anything anyway. else to share, Tommy? Uh, well, I think we should just make a quick mention um, that Mr. Charlie Watts passed away today. Oh, I literally, and, literally, yeah, that, that's another big piece of my childhood gone. Um, he was just an amazing, I mean, I never met him, so I don't know, but he was just an amazing musician. And I don't know, his music was so instrumental in me growing up. I, I don't know what to say. I'm you just know, devastated by it. After his announcement and um, ZZ Top, what, what, is, what is it with artists who are like, all of a sudden go, I'm not going to be going out on tour. And then a couple of days later, they pass away. It's like, that, that I, I'm not saying there's anything deep and conspiracy about this. It's just very odd. I mean, clearly, yeah. I'm, I'm sure Charlie knew he was in poor health all along and made the announcement and it, it just happened. But it's odd that that's what we've seen happen twice here. Well, I think things just went sideways with him, but I don't know. I haven't, I've been waiting for one of my many Rolling Stones fans, friends to let me know the update. Uh, Johnny uh, Clifford, my buddy was saying that it had something to do with his heart. Like he had some kind of something, uh, some procedure or whatever. And during the recovery process, something happened, which I suppose can happen sometimes and there's nothing you can do about it, obviously. So yeah, I, I really don't know. No. Throat cancer issues a few years back. That was um, 2004. That's okay. I said a few years back. So. Yeah. But man, I mean, uh, talk about a huge influence on me. Jesus Christ. I mean, absolutely. Not only just his drumming, but, you know, his band. I mean, I, I, as we've talked about many times on this show. Yeah, Kiss is my favorite band and everything. But it's, it's this. There's, <laughs> look, there's... There, there's just the stones they're they're not they're beyond category they're you know as they build themselves the greatest rock and roll band in the world and look i love the hottest band in the world but uh you know the stones are the stones and guess what charlie played on every single one of their records unlike unlike uh a lot of drummers (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah you know you know one one of the things i loved about charlie and, and this goes with Charlie and, and Bunny Carlos is there's something so cool about drummers who just look like your dad up there. It, you know, it's just like you are yeah. the furthest thing from a rock star. You don't look it. You don't act it. You don't dress it. You don't have big, flashy drum kits. You just look like my dad sitting behind a drum kit. And I don't that especially Bunny Carlos, because I was more into Cheap Trick and Bunny Carlos yeah. than, than Charlie and Stones. 
I just thought that was always the coolest thing. It was just like, you're so not rock and roll. And that in itself is so rock and roll. roll. Well, I will tell you one of the things that I I always appreciated about Charlie. uh, I'm going to hopefully fans can look this up because I I don't I I won't tell the story good enough. So it also give you a chance to do a little bit of homework. But, you know, Charlie um, stayed married to his wife to the very end. You know, he's been married for, you know, whatever, 60, 50, 60 some years. Um, And I remember uh, there's a great book called Old Gods Almost Dead. I highly recommend it. It's about the Rolling Stones. And Charlie never (laughs) had to give his money away like Mick. You know, Mick's had a couple of divorces and same thing with Keith, at least had one um, palimony suits, those guys. And then, you know, um, Wyman, same thing. Um, not Charlie, Charlie, you know, did his thing and stayed married. Didn't have to give his money up. Um, although Charlie did have a heroin issue at one, at one point. Um, by the way, if you also too, I, I don't know if it's on YouTube, but I highly recommend a few years back, 60 Minutes did a nice little expose on the Rolling Stones. and They talked to all the members. It was really good. But the story that I don't want to ruin, because I know I won't tell it well enough, is in that book, Old God's Almost Dead. I'm, you probably could Google this, I, I, I bet, this story. But there's a very famous story where a very drunk Mick Jagger called um, mm-hmm. uh, Charlie Watts in the middle of the night. I'm not going to ruin it. Oh, I, I've probably, seen yeah. the story all over. Probably, the news. And it's in Keith Richards' book, too. Yeah. Yeah. Probably Life. my favorite rock and roll story ever. Ever. Yes. Yes. Ever. So is, is that, is that if, the, you're, you're, you're my drunk? Yeah, no, I, that, don't, don't. Okay. That, I just want to make sure. That line, yes. that line is the story. Well, but, the, yes. the, the, I, to me, it was Charlie's response to that line. That, no, that's, that's, yes. Yeah, that, that but, made the yes. story for me. Yes. So, yeah. So, look but, it up, people. Yeah. Look it up so you can, you can see it in context. Well, um, I was just, well, so, just going to say if you're reading any of the articles about Charlie now that he's passed up. on, um, that story that Mark is referencing, I've seen in two or three different articles al- already, you know, so check it out yeah it's a very cool story it's just you sit there and you go i, I like that guy he's got balls yes. <laughs> because oh, God, yeah. because especially when you you know charlie like he sits in the background but he's not, a quiet a, unassuming guy looking at him not amongst not amongst the bandmates he doesn't <laughs> you know and you guys would know this better than i would but i uh, is it true charlie was also a lot of the quote brains in the rolling stones he was quietly behind the scenes running the band business-wise and i i don't know i don't know about that but one of the things that that charlie i guess to to put it in a kiss context for non-kiss fans i think for people who aren't kiss fans but obviously they know the band Mm -hmm. they they tend to think that gene you know is running everything when we know as Kiss fans, it's Paul Stanley that pretty much steers the ship in many Quietly ways. Quietly behind the scenes running. Yes. And, and Charlie was very much like that, too. While, while he, you know, he isn't the focal point, but he certainly carried a big stick yeah. um, in, 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 the, in the stones, you know, yeah. amongst the members. He, you know, he wasn't certainly certainly wasn't somebody they let around by the nose. 
Well, so yeah. since we're talking about this, I have a drumming question, Mark, yes. if you could address this. And maybe it's maybe it's indicative to the time frame in which these artists came out. But I would like to know if you talk about, say, Bunny Carlos, or you talk about Ringo Starr, or you talk about Charlie Watts, they all had what I would say as very simplistic kits. There's not a lot to them. And then you you look at someone like Alex Van Halen or Neil Peart or Eric Carr, you know, Eric Carr, uh, a whole different kind of kit. So is it is the kit the way it's set up as much for show as it is to play that song? Or is there truly a need for all of the extra that some of the larger kits have? Well, it, it also de it depends more so on the music, but I, I can tell you wholeheartedly that you could play an entire Kiss show, if need be, on a four or five piece kit. You know, matter of fact, um, I and I, and again, some super get, keep in mind. We 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 just talk here. I'm, I I I can't go look at photo evidence, but I think if you go to YouTube on the when did they do that thing they did for the new year's eve on channel or excuse me on, on abc that was what it was the new year's rock and eve this oh is that the disney the, one yes during was during the during the revenge the revenge era 92 93 94 yeah yeah 92 i Be think uh, the reason I'm, I'm bringing that up is because they played uh, making love which I don't think was broadcast, but it was filmed. And I'm pretty sure it's on that part at the end that Peter normally does it on his huge kit. That he's going around the eight concert concert times. Well, Eric was only playing, I think, two up and two down at that point. He was just doubling up on the timing when he went around it. So in other words, you're not going to hear the high octave, you know, concert times going. But the timing is still the same. So but right. my point is, 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 you know, to, to play both basic rock music in, in almost any genre of, of rock, you could, if you had to, you could get by on like Charlie's size kid or, you know what I mean? A lot of that other stuff. Yeah, it is just for show. Didn't Tommy With, Lee it, reduce his kit for one of the tours down to a bare bones yeah, kit? Yeah. Yeah. Because again, you know, um, Really, one of the Pert's different. He's a whole different animal because he really yeah, and I and and I and he is probably he probably wasn't a great example, but I was just thinking in my mind. No, 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 of Tommy, drummers that, that it was smart that you brought that up because he is somebody who did have the big impressive kit, but he used it, used it. in the course of their songs, whereas you know most of those guys don't. You know, you, it's all for show. Get, yeah. I, well, you know, think about it. Uh, other than endings of songs and stuff, they're not, they're not, you know, Peter didn't touch half them drums other than his solo, you know. Okay. Let's see. That's good. It's, that's it's, interesting you know, I was going to gonna say, Tommy, it's kind of like um, when you see a, a band on stage that's got 24 Marshall cabinets. Yeah. Only one. Only part. one of them. And it's probably one of them backstage that is actually miked and being okay, used yeah. for the whole sound the rest of it's just show there was a great picture um on that one alleged kiss photo site fight club i think 
And um, they were showing, I'll, I'll just tell you a great example of that. Um, when Nugent opened up for Kiss um, on the August 20th, 76 show, because he posted pictures because Bob Seeger opened Montrose. Oh, the, was that the L L.A.? Um, I think it was the Anaheim Stadium. Anaheim, Anaheim Stadium. Yeah. Well, anyways, Ted's got these four or five. He played Fender. He played with Fender cabinets. He didn't use Marshalls, but, you know, essentially the same, same thing. thing. And you can see there's two mics up to just one of the cabinets. You know, all the rest were from for show. Those are the two that they yep. they mic'd them around. The other ones probably were on for stage volume, but the ones you were hearing out through the PA. What was getting just, mixed was yes, coming what out was of getting one. mixed with, yeah, correct was just one of them cabinets it's and trust me you know back in the day it was the same thing with kiss and a million fucking other well, things i know, yeah. I know tr tr bands. trust me you know like when kiss had their walls behind them of these stacks they were all empty it was all yeah. for sure uh, yeah. yeah well that's but but being that i guess i it's a that's a great point michael but i i guess i was looking at it more in terms of okay the extra drums are part of the um, actual instrument. It's just like we went and saw uh, the Green Day tour last night with Fallout Boy and Weezer, which I highly recommend. And I don't know anything about any of those bands other than Green Day. And boy, did they put on a great show. But Weezer had six bass drums running all the way across the <laughs> kit. Yeah. And each, each one had a letter of the name of the band. I don't. I thought it was really cool. I just looking at it, you know, well, they're not going to play that. My first thought is, does it even have a top on the drummers? It's just a round sphere, you know, but they did end up playing it a little bit. But, you know, that was always a thing for me growing up. I'd see Alex Van Halen with this massive kit and the freaking two huge bass drums with that accordion right. shit between them. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then they had the gas yeah. mask uh, hanging from that. The CO2 yeah. tank. It was just yeah. good looks. It was yeah, I mean, you know, a lot, a lot of times in, you know, again, thinking of Eric Carr, all of that stuff was used mainly one time when it was drum solo time. That's when they yeah. touched yeah. everything. I mean, yeah. how many times, you know, Eric was known for his electronic pads up top. Yeah. How many songs did he use those on other than the drum solo? That's a, that, that is exactly my point. He did. Yeah. Or if he did, yeah. it was sparingly. You know? Yeah. My, my point is Eric could have gotten through the entire tour on a four piece kit. <laughs> and then it wouldn't have been any worse for those. This wouldn't have looked as cool. It just, well, yeah, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's part of it. I mean, when you're in a big arena or a stadium, you want to look large and impressive. Yeah. You're, right. You're Lisa, you like yeah. large and impressive. That's what she said. I certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> I have myself on mute just because there's a lot of outside ambiance noise and I don't want it to just be distracting. So it doesn't, like we're not hearing it. We're not hearing there's, anything. Well, it's because I have myself muted, but there's like cicadas and shit in the tree and I don't know. Well, right now I don't hear anything. Well, because everybody, like all the cicadas stopped. Did you yell at them? Give them a good mom voice. <laughs> well, a minute yeah. ago, there was a dead bug over here on the patio and there was ants all over it and the cat was freaking out. So I had to go. Did you get Brian to take care of it? No, I took care of it myself. Nice. Oh, Liz wouldn't. She would have made me do it. This thing was like that big. It was a big green. You know, there's like leaf bugs. They're really big. And it was like a little leaf. That's what it was. I look over. I'm like, what the hell is that? It's a leaf with legs. 
it was, it was enormous. And the cat was all freaking out. She's over here sitting next to me. So I had to go, you know. Hey, um, why, what did to steer things back kiss wise? Did you guys see that, uh, that book that was imagined in March of, uh, 2021 is, it's has been printed. back from the printer and uh, we should be getting our printer. copies. Here. Alan, good, seriously, good job. Congratulations. Um, his kiss on tour book is printed and will be shipping in a couple days. I saw that book. It looks really cool. I mean, how many months? This is like what two, three months it took him. Well, I think I think didn't he start physically? And again, Alan's going to be on the show to, to pimp the book. But look, order it as we say all the time. This one's going to be gone. This, yeah. <laughs> if, if it's not sold out yet, it's going to be sold out very very soon. Yeah. Um, and as always with Alan, fucking top notch photos, top notch graphics, top notch, you know, uh, text. It's it's going to be incredible, like all his books are. But it's funny, too, because I know you, I don't know if Tommy saw it, uh, but a certain other book, kind of a ominous sort of, he was supposed to maybe have it to the printer by August. And I guess it's what, today's the 24th? Still, still working on it. And still, when he yeah, has something to announce, when he has something significant to announce, he'll tell us. It's like, please. When, when was the book, when was this whole book supposed to be happening like when did this whole thing start like give me a give me a year um 2015 he was on three sides in july june or july of 2015 and said the book would be done and available by christmas of 2015 six years ago my kid was four years old yeah. now he's going to be in middle school next year your kid will be graduate support, college. Your kid will be graduated college working and supporting you before <laughs> this book comes out. I, I look, I, I didn't want to get into a whole com conversation about that, but I, I but I, here's what I did. I wanted to pimp Alan's book because you should go out and order it. Yeah. Um, it it's it's a basically a tour book. 10 tour books wrapped in one with all new photos, graphics, stuff you haven't seen before. Um, and basically that's kind of the same concept of, of, as that other book, but this one got done in literally months time because it had somebody that knew what the hell they were doing. And again, Alan's book is done, printed and, 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 let, and ready to ship. And let's, just add at least for the, the u.s here buying the book and shipping 60 bucks 60 bucks not 150 bucks 60 and bucks. and he had Shipped posted something yeah and he had posted something that the, whether you buy one or two books the shipping cost is the same so he was encouraging people to to you know get together that live near one another and order the books to save on shipping, which I thought was just shows you how big of a stand-up guy he is. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just a good example of there are fans out there who have great ideas and can actually execute and complete those ideas, you know, mm -hmm. and an idea is absolutely worth nothing if you can't execute and complete the idea that, you know, it reminds me back when I was um, 
working on Kiss Online, we'd get emails from fans all the time of, can you pass this idea along to Gene? I've got this great idea for a Kiss product. And Gene finally came out, and I'm just paraphrasing it, but basically posted a, a comment or a letter that said, stop sending me your ideas. I don't care for ideas. Everybody's got a million ideas. I want somebody who's got an idea and a way to actually execute and complete the idea. Don't give me your idea thinking I'm going to invest my money to complete your idea. Now, you, know? you got to remember, you got to remember if one person who knows about having Gene and an idea, remember about the Kiss fragrance. Because remember, I had to do, I had a lot to do with that piece of it. And, you know, it's coming from someone coming to me and asking me what I thought of the idea. And I had to direct them in the right channel because I highly doubt that if I was going to Gene with that, I don't know if it would have worked as well as my friend Somebody, going right. to Gene with that with some sort of clout and prior achievements and background on the subject. Well, yeah, I was, I was going to add, you know, when I worked for the merchandising company, so we'd get a lot of, a lot of companies would submit proposals for a license, whether it was Kiss or any of the countless other bands that we represented. And one of the couple of the big criteria that beyond just having a interesting product idea that has potential, you have to come to the table and prove you've got the finances mm -hmm. to create the product. You've got the facilities to manufacture and distribute the product. You've got the ability to market and sell the product. It's and not and prior successes and, and, and prior successes helped a lot, but there, there would be people who may not have had a prior success, but came in with everything else planned out. Here's the idea. Here's my funding. Here's my plan. Here's I've worked. This company is on board to be my, my manufacturer. This is the distributor. This is the fulfillment company. That's what makes a deal happen. Not just a great idea because again, Every single person sitting here, every KISS fan has a brilliant idea for a KISS product. But very few KISS fans can take their idea and actually make it into reality. And that's the difference between people who get it and people who don't get it. Alan gets it. Ross doesn't. Yeah, that's pretty much. Um, well, and that's that's the business side of it, you know. I mean, that was a perfect, perfectly said. Bring me an idea, but with the ability to execute it, you know, yeah. not just an idea. Because that's the thing I think some people may not understand, which is fair if you don't do business. But a lot of these people, like Gene and others, they're willing to get involved, but they're not putting their own money up, and they're not going to take your idea and run with it, and figure out all of them. They're not going to manufacturing. Manufacture the they're they're no. not going to do the work. Yeah, you're yeah. doing so the work. You, That's why you yeah. get to make money. You're doing the work. I mean, take a look at at Sean at Fan HQ. All right, mm -hmm. he's doing a bobblehead yep. for Bruce, so he has uh, he's had one made. And they've, you know, redesigned it and changed it. And then now that he's got the box, he did all the artwork. It's literally a complete package that all they need now is 
the uh, manufacturing piece. He already has distribution set up. That's what they want. Yep. Okay. Eight steering things uh, even more so through the uh, turbulent Kiss waters. Um, tour is uh, still. Uh, what I thought there was very come on yeah the tour is still pushing on. Uh, unfortunately for me, I was supposed to go to uh, Toledo tomorrow night, but work is just fucking got me slammed up against the wall so i'm oh, begrudgingly that sucks now. yeah yeah you know what um at noon today i got a call i'm don't get wrong it's just, this is an incredibly great problem to have i've probably the people i'm working for i because i work for utility companies <laughs> they just gave me about an almost another half year half a year's worth of work and I'm like, okay. And they're like, can you be here tomorrow afternoon? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, what was I going to say? No, I'm going to give them. <laughs> I'm going to the Kiss concert. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> you know. So, I don't want your uh, money in your work. I'm going to Kiss. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Gene, yeah. You, if you did that, Gene would be disappointed in you, Mark. <laughs> I know someone else would be disappointed, and she's upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> She so, just got back and getting her hair done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she actually she did. So, but yeah, seriously, I was really looking forward to going to tomorrow night until I got the phone call this afternoon. And now, do you have another one planned? Do you have another one? Do you have another oh, show planned? Yeah. Well, Tommy and I—that's what I was steering this with. Tommy and I, because when you guys hear this next Tuesday, Tommy will be landing in the Rock and Motor City. Matter of fact, Tommy, are we doing three sides from my house next week? Uh, I think in that we are. And I want to so, do three sides from Mark's house. I drive on, on over. Drive on. Uh, he said three sides, not three way. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. <damn. laughs> wow! But seriously, yeah, but seriously, guys, but, um, if yeah, you're going to be, uh, if Maybe you're going to be in Detroit or Dayton or Chicago or Milwaukee, come say hi. We're going to be, uh, although, yeah, to, yeah, Detroit, Dayton, Chicago, yeah. Yeah, Detroit. I'll be, I'll be in Atlanta's next week, but no one will be over. This show will be already shown by then. So, I know. <laughs> They'll still seek you out. They see you and they're like, that's that girl from Three Sides. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, Brian wore, Brian wore three a Three Sides shirt to Nam. And he it was the, the, the dress to kill one. And someone up to yeah. him. Oh my God, do you listen to Three Sides of the Coin? They're awesome. And Brian goes, Yeah, that's my wife. And he goes, The weather girl's your wife? That is so. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, that's your wife. <laughs> we should make a shirt that says that just for Brian. Yeah. The weather girl is my wife. My wife. Well, we got to do the mm -mm good shirts. Oh, yeah, the mm -mm good. We could combine them into two. Mm -mm good. The mm -mm weather girl is my wife. My wife. <laughs> That's fantastic. Maybe regular fans would buy that. Who knows? There you go. There yeah, you go. but to Mark's point, yeah, if you guys are at any of those four shows, because this will be dropping that day, we will be there. So come find us and say hi. That'd be nice. We we love to talk with people. Yeah, I'm already uh, looking forward to uh, my buddy Zach, and it's going to be in Chicago. And again, that was another. I've been talking to. <laughs> I want. I. There's a ton of people I've talked to. They're going to be in Toledo. That you know i'm not gonna see tomorrow I, i'm super bummed about it I, again i i just cannot justify go to, go to pittsburgh the next the next day what is that Thursday? i'm not gonna be in pittsburgh so wait <sighs> the day 
they'll be in Pittsburgh. Oh, I, look, I am uh, as Tommy is as Tommy knows, and we'll find out even more so. I, I hate driving. I, I I am I am not driving. Oh, so that's why My, you made Tommy come so he can drive. That's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> but there's not going to be any whining it'll just be like gut gut busting laughter that is and, true and Tommy will be like, when we're on the freeway we ain't stopping to pee <laughs> it's going to be driving miss markey i'm going to be in the back seat <laughs> driving miss markey <laughs> oh, good Tommy Lord. will be like shut up back there i'll make you walk around the cornfield don't make yeah. me go back there <laughs> so he's gonna be doing that thing like our dad's doing with his arm yeah. <laughs> oh, you know here's what my, my my mom used to do this on on family road trips because again timelines everything back in the 70s cars were so freaking huge like the back seat was literally like six feet back from the front seat so normal arm couldn't reach you she took a yardstick and cut one foot off of the yardstick. So it was two feet long and she kept it under her seat. So we knew if we saw mom bending over the seat, we were like, grab that, yeah. Far. And then she comes back with the yardstick. And then you couldn't hide anywhere in the back of that car without getting a yardstick across your forehead. So you learned really quickly how long two or three inches is because you had it imprinted on your forehead. Uh, uh, oh yeah, boy. The march uh, of the ruler, you know. Yeah, we're uh, we're moving on from that. <laughs> well, no, that's not, uh, what do you think I meant? That's not what I meant. I, he get cracked in the head with that thing. Oh, I, I know it, what you meant, Tommy. But I, I, I actually too, that is a Nerf ball setup. You know it. <laughs> I actually had a um, couple of my cousins who were on a road trip and they were raising hell and i don't know about you guys but my parents would always threaten you you don't stop we're gonna stop the car right here wherever we are and we're gonna make you run around the cornfield until you shut up never happened it was just a stupid threat my cousin's dad actually did that to them once got so oh. fed up he pulled over in the middle of iowa at a cornfield and said get out and the boys were like you're joking right he's like no get out of the car and start walking start they're like you're gonna make us do this yes and they started walking around the cornfield and he just followed them slowly in the car behind them <laughs> until they calmed down and apologized oh that's fantastic <laughs> i love it oh memories of family road trips fantastic yeah so we're uh, i know time we're looking forward to you know uh going to get this you know the last kiss show i saw was with tommy in minneapolis it was what february 24th of 2020 yeah yeah it was a long Yours time was ago. what the next day after didn't you go into at least one or two more didn't you oh yeah um my last one was uh lincoln i think with that the place with the poster yeah we, yeah right yeah. over there yeah so, so yeah, certainly looking forward to that. Now, um, speaking of the tour and kicking off, I'm hearing nothing but good things of the few, few shows that have happened so far, the East Coast shows. And then they ended up having to cancel the one in Connecticut and wah, wah, they didn't even get the storm. They, had, they actually postponed it two days because of yeah. the storm that never really materialized. Did you see the news story that poor woman's getting fucking 
people, I, this is the, this is the shit where you don't think really happens in life, but there are a, a certain segment of our society who think like the weather person has an effect on the weather. Yeah, <laughs> That's scary to think, but this poor girl, and I just saw, I don't know, it was one of the just AP stories or whatever, but she's like all freaked out because these people are screaming at her because, you know, the storm didn't happen and the way, you know, like, guys, it's a storm. It's Mother Nature. It, yeah, it does what it <laughs> fucking wants to do, not what humans think it's going to do. Exactly. We do right. our best to guess. Yes. What's Lisa I, doing? It, it, Lisa, are you ordering beer? Uh, no, actually, I'm instructing my daughter to put out the squirrel food. Because there was a squirrel right uh, right below me, and he was looking for food. And he, he was eye he was eyeballing you. Nah, well, he's like coming up there, bitch. The squirrel is like, listen, listen, bitch. He's gonna come. The, hum, the hummingbirds and us, we've gotten together no, the, here. The squirrel looked at Lisa and said, "Can I show you my nuts?" <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh my God. Ay, ay, ay. All right. Back to the kiss tour. Back to the kiss tour. Yeah, but I, you know, everything looks good, sounds good. They, what they, I was kind of bummed they took Parasite out of the set so far, which I, it's always kind of a highlight for me. Yeah. Um, I love that song. Yeah, I know. Um, that's out of the set. I'm trying to think what and did I'm, they and add just, creatures or is that not right? No, that was that was bogus. That was bullshit. Okay, that right. was just an internet rumor, as they it's say. The same okay. set list, isn't it? I mean, not much has changed except no, chicken. no, no. It's pretty much all yeah. standard stock and trade. So same old, same old effects. I mean, listen, they're playing outdoor sheds and stuff now, so don't be shocked if it's. Well, I shouldn't say. The, the the stages are slightly different because they've got a different lighting rig. Yeah, stage, I thought it looked cool. It looks very cool, but they still have the pods. Um, obviously, they're not going to have those big cherry pickers that go out because if they're playing an outdoor shed, there might not be anything to attach it to. I think they just go up and down now. Like they do yes, they've got the scissor lifts. The scissor yeah. lifts. Um, but, you know, don't freak out and think, oh, the show is being scaled back because they can't, they're not making money. They're playing smaller. I mean, sheds are fixed. There's only so much room on in a shed, so much ceiling space, everything else. So they may have fewer pods. They may have fewer lights. They may have different pyro. Keep in mind, and we've talked about this many times, when this show or any tour by any band is designed they design it in such a way that they can scale it up and scale it down based on where they're going with the venues. It's not like all of a sudden they woke up one day and said, crap, we're not making money, dump all of this stuff. It's like, no, we just don't need all of this for the next leg because we're playing smaller venues. Especially with the sheds. It's so hot. Hmm? I mean, can you imagine how hot it is outside? I mean, I just, I can't imagine playing and with all that pyro and those lights and all of that in the heat i mean you know it's got to be hot and it has nothing to do with song selection but i thought my god it's got to be hot well yeah i i remember on the farewell tour was um oh, st louis picture you took yeah famous, famous picture in st yeah. louis it was like 
100, 105 degrees. It was so freaking hot and not just hot, but humid. Sticky. And, and when they came back for their encore, Ace had taken off the top of his costume and was just wearing a yeah. black t-shirt with the Kiss logo on it. And it looked so old school. It looked, looked you know, cool. classic old Kiss. And I was just like, oh, this is so rare. And I took a ton of photos. But he did that because he was so freaking hot. And wasn't there be, a number of years ago? It's degrees here on Sunday. Wasn't there a show a number two years ago where Paul in like West Palm Beach, Florida? I was there. Had I was heat at stroke show. or something. Mm-hmm. They canceled the next night in Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I mean, yeah, show. I mean, to Lisa's point, you take the regular heat, then you throw all those lights and all that pyro. And, you know, you could pretty much assume that where they are, there's not a cross breeze on that yeah. stage. Like there might yeah. be out on the lawn. Mm-mm. It's hot. although I don't know if the lights are that bad anymore because so many of them are LEDs, but I've never stood under it, so I don't know. No. But to yeah, your that pyro, but, right? That pyro alone will melt. The pyro is a whole nother thing. But oh then God. to your point, melt your face off. Well, and to your point too, Michael, those sheds are fixed sheds. Whereas, like, if they go into an arena, they can move the stage forward and back and do what they need to do. They, a lot of the sheds are in concrete. Like, they can't, there's no place to put the cherry Well, pickers. yeah, I mean, for sheds, they don't actually bring their own stage. No, because the stage is physically Ar- there. Arenas and stadiums, the bands bring in and build their own stage. In a shed, the stage is permanent. It's fixed. It's as big as what it's going to be. And you've got to have the ability to layer all of your effects and gear on top of it. And a lot of them don't have the capacity to fly stuff off the roof because some of them are a band shell sort of, they're not a steel, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, go, go, go in, go into your basketball or hockey arena and you look up and it's just, you know, steel girders and everything else. That's all up there for flying and rigging. Any everything from the ice capades to a kiss show you yeah. know they built that yeah. knowing hey I, I, again you know you, you have to understand that it's not that like you said michael it's not because they're not selling tickets or whatever the sheds are just different that's all it's a different animal when they different have to yep. uh, and i love the idea of the sound check coming back again yes that's one thing they're doing a little extra special because the fact yeah. that i mean i don't mean if you guys remember um, on the when they were supposed to do that sound check for the Motley Crue show, for the Motley Crue tour, and the Motley Crue took so long to get their stage set up that there really wasn't a an ample time to do the sound check piece of it. This is actually a, neat, a really cool story where I think I was like I think it might have been the first or second show that I went to on that on that tour, and they couldn't do the sound check piece of it. So Paul Stanley. Uh, called my friend and said hey you know what i have a different idea let's see if this works so they did this a special like acoustic sound check in this tent and eric played drums on a plastic bucket on the first night and that was like the start of the acoustic show and i have that whole entire acoustic sound check with eric playing on a bucket i recorded the whole thing it's so cool it's funny to look back at it now and think how long ago that was but those sound checks were neat, but that was like the very first one. And they did see some of those acoustic shows. Remember they did them in the tent. I went to a bunch of them. Yeah. And it became like, instead of being pure acoustic, 
it was more like you know there was you know gene was playing electric bass and you know where the you know eric actually had like a drummer too but to watch that original sound check with just a plastic bucket was the coolest thing and then i think gene had an a little tiny amp like a little right box amp amp. and he put it in he turned eric's bucket over and put the amp in the bucket to make it the acoustics better so it would sound better i mean it was a really cool thing so it's nice to see the actual sound check on stage come back again well i i guess i would say to be clear it's more of the acoustic show they've always done backstage they're now doing it on stage well yeah you're right it's not it's not in the truest sense it's not a sound check because a sound a sound check is plugging in and playing loud and getting levels which that in itself is very cool to witness now a lot of times sound checks doesn't feature the band themselves it's usually their text but i've I've seen a couple kiss sound checks i remember them especially when i was in australia with them that's very cool to watch a real sound check because they're working through things so what they're doing now is before the show and it's very cool to see them sitting acoustically on the big stage while things are still happening but you know I wouldn't I wouldn't go around saying you saw a sound check because that's not right. that's not that's not checking levels. You're right. You're right. Because, yeah, you're right. It's more like the bringing the acoustic show back again. Yeah. Which they've done for a while. You're right. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, I mean, I suppose we, we, we can go there. I mean, because of covid, they've had to change things for their meet and greets. And, you know, it's not you know, you could debate until you're blue in the face with face, whether it's right or wrong. But as we've always said, if somebody wants to spend their money and it makes them very happy and it's they, their money it and and they leave satisfied, who am I to complain about it? I mean, I can sit here and go, I wouldn't spend my money, but I'm not going to tell somebody else not to spend their money if that's what they love to do. You know, I was thinking about that on the way home today, about just that whole about that whole setup. And, you know, I thought, you know, imagine the people that pre-COVID spent the money to meet them right so i mean to them that's huge for them and it doesn't matter in what environment it is it's they they're actually able to see them and meet them so you know i think it's different times but i think that that's really cool and you know the fact that they paid for it pre-covid i think that that's really neat yeah it's different it it is what it is but you know um i tell you what you know this is kind of kind of cool on the way home from work today I got a phone call from Alex from Germany. Call me from Germany. And uh, we were, I know I was just shocked. He's like, yeah, you know, well, you know how Alex is the best. And we were talking about that though, because he's got a couple friends that are trying to get to America from Europe right now. I mean, like some of them, it sounds like through nefarious ways that they have to, because they want to see the Kiss tour. And we were talking to him like, you know, how lucky we were to grow up in an era where we got to do all these really, really cool things. And, you know, I think some people now, you know, because the, you know, the clock is ticking, <laughs> you know, there's, let's face it, another two years or probably isn't going to be a, a touring kiss, yep. you know? So, um, you know, I, I think some people are, are starting to get the, oh my God, we're going to, if I'm going to, 
you know, get my picture with them, or if I'm going to do this, or I better do it now. Or it doesn't uh, matter it in what environment it is. It's correct. Like they're getting that picture, and that's what means the right. world to them. It doesn't it, it, exactly because you know? the Gene's still selling his sword, and it looks like he's going to be selling his goblet, right, Mike? It, that's what the word is. They I'm they're saying, thinking about it. I have to say that's pretty cool. The only thing I, mean, I have and and, and just for, for those who don't know what Mark is referring to when he does fire breathing now his what he his his basically the kerosene is in a goblet think of hotter than hell a goblet mm -hmm. yep he does this and then he holds the goblet and he breathes and it's like oh it's it's like chills of seeing seeing sam on sam t serpent on stage again it's like that old school Ooh, I get that reference that's so freaking cool I love how it just happens and no one really it was like it wasn't like announced like, hey, Gene's going to use a goblet now. It was kind of like, oh, see if anybody notices. Yeah, you know? all of a sudden it's like somebody's, a, uh, Christina posts the photo. There's something new on stage. And we're like, what? what, what? Oh, yeah. he's got something in his hand. It's a goblet. It's neat. Yep. So I, again, I, that's just part of just so much fun of being a Kiss Geek and just seeing that stuff. And, you know, it's just pretty awesome, you know. I don't know. It's the little things, as Doris. Uh, what was it Doris Day used it? The little things mean a lot. Well, no, you're you're right. I mean, I I remember. I mean, it was it's it is those little things. Back to the very first show on this tour when we we kind of reviewed it afterwards. It was you know that moment of Eric's playing Beth on the piano and the other guys come out oh. and stand around him and you're like, okay, if you never saw the Paul Lynn Halloween special, you don't get it. If you did, that's a chills moment right mm -hmm. there huge chills sammy on stage was like oh my god you know to me the only other thing would be a candelabra just off to the yeah. side somewhere that would be cool so i mean just those little things or you know how about this a spider web that drops behind them you know they only use that for that one they, they only use that for a couple shows but again that that that's sort of the thing of like, okay, if you're old enough of a fan to remember that and see that, you're going to get the chills looking at that. Yeah, great stuff. So I'll be the first one to see the Kiss show before you guys do. That is true. Ooh, I feel so special. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are going to, you guys are going to have to do all a review when, when you're back together. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because, you know, that I feel like a little kid again, you know, like, you know, I'm, you know, you're grown up, you got grown up stuff, you got work, you got kids, you got school, you got football, you got all the other shit going on. But then as you get like closer to that kiss concert, like you, you start to feel like, like the that tingles. Yeah. Like, close, you know, like it's, it feels like you did when you were a teenager, like that anticipation, that waiting, you know, it's well, Lisa, it, that it's, what you just said. So true, but that's what made like, what's, what happened with me like i've been feeling that way the last four or five days and i'm planning to go tomorrow for no, yeah, see that's stinky. and then and then i really had to do one of those go look at myself in the mirror and go hey dummy <laughs> yeah. you're, you're going in a week you, you want you take the you know and and you know i did so but no but you're absolutely right you as soon as you said that, i'm like yeah that's that's it that's how i've been feeling the last like the anticipation you know, it is, 
it, it really is. And, uh, yes, you know, it's really, it's really you. cool too, because my, my kids, God bless them. Um, they're going to go with Liz and I next Wednesday. They're like super excited to, to, to go see the, you know, kiss again. Cause they've, they've only went a handful of times and they just love it. And it's just so cool because, you know, it's, it means so much to me and it's fun that they, you know, they get into it too. So. Yeah. My kids were, my kids were upset because they were, they wanted to go. And, and before COVID they were supposed to go. And then it's like my anxiety when they went the last time was so off the chart. Like Brian. Really? Just, oh, my anxiety, just because everything, there was a lot of working pieces that needed to be like done and I was nervous about this and I was nervous about that. And I made sure I was here. And it was like my anxiety. I mean, everything turned out to perfection. It plus, plus perfection. I mean, beyond my wildest dreams, but just getting all those pieces together. I mean, I was a nurse. My, Brian basically told me that I needed to walk away because I was annoying him. Because I was so, <laughs> I was so anxious. Like, oh my God, am I supposed to be here? Oh my God, it's this time. That my, like, He's like, you know what? Why don't I'm gonna stay here with the kids, and why don't you like go way over there, and maybe stand outside, and then you call me when everything's done, everything's taken care of, because I'm I was so anxious. But then once everything happened, I was totally fine. But you know what I mean? Like that whole like you know, all the stuff that happens before. I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm different. I mean, you know, my kids are in their twenties, so right. You know. Uh, like you're, you're 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 like they can fend for themselves. Yeah. If, if if they yeah. get lost, they know what to do. Well, you know, it wasn't it's, it's even really getting cool. lost. It wasn't even my, the getting my, lost piece. My my kids are bringing their uh, significant others. Oh. Uh, like my daughter's bringing her boyfriend. Ian's bringing his girlfriend, and you know they're just as excited because they've never you know done it. They've just heard you know the kids obviously love when rock and roll night with the confetti and all you know all that stuff. So it's just really cool. Um, they've never know, witnessed they, Mark go crazy at a kiss concert. That, that's another thing. Both uh, both their <laughs> uh, both their uh, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend are both they're waiting to see, uh, you know, how much I am. You I don't, this. though. You don't, though. You, you, you usually stand pretty still and you're watching and taking it all in. But I, I am like, the biggest sponge. Yeah, you're right. Tom. Yeah, I, I, you don't. I, I, I don't. It was the Aerosmith song goes. I don't want to miss a thing. I, yeah, I am, too. I don't take any videos. Yeah. I take no videos at the show. Same here. I take no. I'll take a few like I'll take a, a very few. But I don't want to, I just want to watch it. I don't want to have to worry about my phone and thing and stuff. I just want to sit and watch the show and have a great time. But I will take a few just to, you know, have a memory there. Like when we went with the kids, I made Brian, I go, Brian, here's the part. You do all that shit. I'm too busy watching the show. But I'm glad, but you know, in a way, I'm glad he did. Because I got to watch my, my kids' reaction. You know, even when Doc came over and, and gave them a bunch of pics and said hello to them and, you know, um, when me and Lily were on the jumbotron singing, I mean, like all that kind of stuff was really cool. And he got that all um, as our memory, but you know, I, I can't videotape. I I'll take a couple and then I'm done. And then I, yeah, but you know, I mean, I, I don't, I don't videotape either, but I do go crazy. I oh, mean, I I'll start screaming and jumping yeah. fists in the air, playing air guitar. I mean, I remember this was back on the hot in the shade tour. I was out in Los Angeles for, maybe one of the concrete foundations forums. And I think kiss had a show in long beach. So we got tickets to go down there 
And I was there with um, the Chicago Rocker magazine that I was working for at the time in Chicago. And a couple of our other editors, this one one girl, Stacy, who I'm still friends with, went along. And I remember we're at the concert and the lights go down and I just go crazy. And she's looking at me like, you're, you're psycho. I had, she goes, I had no idea this was in you. She's like, I'm watching you the whole show. You know, when you don't walk away from a concert and you can't talk the next day, you know, like I can't, I'm, my voice is completely shot the next day. Cause I just, I sing, I have the best time. It's like all of the worries and all of the stuff and all of the drama that I have to deal with every day and work and all stuff. I put it all beside me and I just have like a little bubble of focus in my happy place. And for that time, it's hey. like, I go, I go back to, I go back to like the simple times where I'm just having, like, I just, I just have the best time. And all I can see, I have like tunnel vision. I just see right here. Well, what, what has Kiss always said? We want you to go to our show and, and forget about your life for two hours. I totally do. I don't, I have the, it's, I'm like in my happy place and no Mm -hmm. one can take, and nobody can take that away from me. And if I want to jump up and down, my hair will look like this by the time the night's over. Cause it'll be all, it'll be all, you know, it's humid out here to look like shit, but guess what? I don't care. I want to walk away having the best time and be your, kid, your kids are like, where's mom? Oh, she's rolling around over there fighting for a guitar pick. Well, they were laughing at me when I was jumping up and down singing. I mean, literally they sat on the end. We were in an aisle seat and we were like four, maybe four or five rows up from the floor on Jean's side. So mm-hmm. literally you walked down the stairs, you could touch them. So there was my son, Lily, me and Brian. And I wanted to videotape their reaction when the curtain came down. Because I think that's such a cool part, you know, to actually see it in person for the first time. Mm-hmm. We videotaped it. And I mean, their eyes were like, you know, they couldn't believe they were actually seeing Kiss in live. It was the coolest thing. And they, and I'm jumping up and down, acting like an idiot. And they're kind of looking at me like, really, mom? They're, they're looking at you going, yeah, mom is an idiot. Yeah. But I said, I, then I explained to them, I said, guys, this is, going to concert is, you're supposed to have fun. You're supposed to have a scream, yell, jump up and down. You're supposed to have the best time of your life. And it doesn't matter what that person thinks or that person thinks or that person thinks, because this is what this is about. This is what concerts are about. I said, and then after like maybe 10 minutes into it, James was singing the songs and doing the thing to Gene and Gene was doing it back to James and they were singing and laughing. And that's what, and and then I start crying because I'm watching my kids watching it. I know we talked about that before, but that is the coolest thing. And yeah, did I want my kids to go? to this show i did but i can't with with all this other stuff going on i just i can't and it's this show is so far away it's like past the airport it's like it's going to be a shit show to get down there you know so but i think I that's wonderful I said, I said listen guys listen here because they're they're like why can't we go and i said listen i said the last show that you the first and your last kiss show that you saw was probably the most amazing moments I could ever, I could ever imagine. So let's end it there. Yeah. It won't be any better. No, it can't, it can't, it, what, what they saw. And there's, I mean, the, I showed you, I mean, the pictures are out there. What they experienced that will, that will never happen again. Mm-hmm. You know, that will never right. happen again. And I just, at the end of the whole thing, I start crying. I was in tears and Gene walks over to me and he gives me this big hug. He goes, it's okay, mom. It's okay, mom. And I said, listen, I said, the reason I'm all choked up is because I remember being that age 
and wanting to meet you at that age. And now here are my kids meeting you. Like, mm-hmm. how the hell did this happen? You know, like, how did this all come around full circle like this? It was the coolest thing ever. So, yeah, my kids yep. are bummed not going, but whatever. Well, and, and I have a slightly different perspective. I got to watch it through Michael's eyes with Thule uh, in yeah. Hinkley. My kids are considerably less interested because they're older, you know, <laughs> the night we had Bruce. And, dad, and the, dad's no longer cool, right? <laughs> and dad was never cool. Oh, I bullshit. I think you're all. crazy. I'm cool. And, and so the night we had Bruce over for that auction, right? And he goes into the kitchen to get some more food. And my daughter, Josie's sitting in there and she's just like watching YouTube or something and eating her salad. And Bruce is like, so you're the daughter, huh? And she's like, yeah, you're the kiss guy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was about it. Uh, but my perspective is slightly different because I'm trying to catch magic because I have such a passion for the photography with the music that I just can't help myself. But that's different, Tommy. You're, you're, yeah. you, you have, I mean, I'm not, it's, it's very hard for me to sit there with my cheapy right. camera. Right. You're taking it in another perspective, you know? But, but I understand it if I had my phone that I'd want to take pictures. The part that I don't understand as a concert goer, as much as someone who wants to take pictures, is I don't understand that perspective of the people that are hammered. And they're holding their camera up like this. Wow. And they're, they're filming like, like this, you know, for like 10 minutes. And they're not watching what's going on in front of them. They're like Listen doing this. You know, that's the part that I don't understand. Because you're, it's so horrible. Because it sounds like shit. It looks like shit. You're never going to keep it or watch it again. So why not put the video away and just watch what's going on in front of you? You know what? You'll have- watch it later on YouTube. Yeah, some some other Mm -hmm. drunk person will post it on YouTube that you can watch their video. And you can go, God, is that shitty? As Tommy said, I'm like watching a fucking NHL game seven. I'm totally focused on what's going on. Mm -hmm. And And that's one of the things I I like. Go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, that's one of the things I love about going to concerts with Mark is he doesn't talk. It's fantastic. (laughs) He leaves you. It's almost like you don't know him. You don't yeah. know the guy next to you. <laughs> exactly. He's like, I don't, he, don't, he doesn't feel the need to go, they're playing say yeah. They're playing say yeah. One of my best friends, the whole one, every, and he, he's going to be listening, so he knows who he is, Kevin. Every time we go to shows, every time he has to talk to me the entire show. The entire show. Ah, and he'll do mm. this, like he'll bump me as we're watching the show. Me Kevin, like, Kevin, Kevin. I hate that time. at even bars. I hate that at a bar. If I'm in a bar yeah. seeing a band, I'm like, excuse me, I'm here to see the band, not to talk to somebody sitting next to me. If that's what I wanted to do, I'd go to a bar with no music. That's why I never took my my boyfriends to shows because I felt like I was obligated to talk to them. I don't want to talk to anybody. Leave me alone. I want to go by myself. I don't want to have to worry about anybody else. Yep. You know, There's never something to be took, said for that. Yes, well, I like, never I, took anybody to a show. I, Brian went to the first Kiss concert with me that I took him to voluntarily because I wanted to. I want to say maybe 2014 was the first show I ever did the first. And then I took him to the one we all went to in 19. And, and, and on the way to... there, you said, Brian, shut up. Right? Oh, I did. I said, don't talk to me. I said, and I went that nice. I said, don't talk to me. Don't ask me questions. Don't ask what the, shh, shh. 
I go, don't talk to me. I'm in my, but he did take some funny pictures of me jumping up and down, like acting like an ass, but. Which is awesome. That's yeah, his job. Well, and like Mark and I are going to these shows, but we might not even sit to e- with each other. Huh. Maybe, maybe we won't. Oh, I at least know. Oh, No, sad. not at all. Lisa, <laughs> I just thing. don't want to, well, you know. Listen, Lisa, they're going to go back to the same hotel room, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Covers on. (laughs) So, no, so that was that's the one thing that I have the hardest time understanding because, like, when I'm shooting photos, if this is my camera, I try to be conscientious of my neighbors and people behind me. So, I'm usually shooting like this right in front of my face so the camera's not all over the only time i ever lift it up like this is if there's so many people in the front doing this already that i have to go over them to get a photo but that's the other part i've been at some shows it's not necessarily kiss show where there's people who just do this literally the whole freaking time the whole show they'll be talking to their friends and they're still you know i don't know you want to see that picture yeah yeah okay someone took that picture of me I know it's awesome. Yep. Is that not that is my favorite picture of all yeah. time? Is that not just the epitome of being a Kiss fan? Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. I have one. Al took one of me, Ugh. and front row at uh, at Kobo, and it's funny, Tom. It's exactly as you think. I, I'm I got my hands on the fucking front, you yeah. know, whatever the barrier, and I'm just like, and I, and I look like I'm in a fucking trance. And everyone else around you is like freaking out. And yeah, and like, I'm like, but look, I feel like I'm all by myself. Doesn't like yeah. I'm just playing for me. Well, except for that guy right there. I don't but like that guy. Get rid look, of that guy. Doesn't look like you're just playing like just me for me. That is, I want that picture like blown up in like a oh kitty. I want the picture blown up like in a poster. If you can, I tell you what, Liz could probably put it on canvas. You know, she does that stuff. I want that picture. That is that picture right there. When she showed me that picture, I was like, oh my God, that is, that's it. You captured, captured it for me. Hey, speaking of the lovely and talented, uh, let's wrap things up here. Uh, it's okay. seven o'clock here in the rock. Here, I, before I forget, I want to show you this. This is, Sorry, this I was my, this was my photo. Oh, here, let's see. No. You got to bring it closer, bring it closer, closer. That's what she said. Easy, easy there. I'm loving that look, Lisa. Yeah. See all my wrinkles in my frizzy uh, hair? Oh my God. God, will you stop with that? Michael, move mm-hmm. it closer. Seriously, well, I can't see it. Here, hold on. Hold on. Let me turn off. Yeah, because no, it's... Let me turn, let me turn off the uh, virtual background Ooh, Look, here. I got something yeah. my nose. Look. Because you got to see this. This was me... I don't know who took this photo. It's 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 disappearing because you're virtual. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to turn this off. off. Uh, backgrounds and filters. Okay, Jules. None. Jules. Oh, that's awesome. Look at that. Oh, wow. Wow, you got no, the good behind awesome. you. That's really cool. That's like a front row. I don't know if that was like at the the honda private gig they did or it might have been sacramento i can't remember um but yeah this is like oh that that catches a kiss concert right there and this is mine this is from last night at the green day show with kyle oh i love that picture yeah (laughs) i love that picture 
But see, that's that's the magic of photography right there, you know? Yep. Uh, so Mark's got to eat. Is that what sorry, we're hearing? Mark. I, I bogarted the conversation. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. No, are you okay. kidding You're part of the team. You get oh. to do that. By the way, um, I always love that term. That's a nice Midwest term. So, so yeah. real, real quick, I, I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but I just want to mention real quick, probably for the next three to four weeks, and you can start applauding now, haters. I won't be on the show. I'm going home because my dad's going to be going into hospice care. All right. So I'm going to be busy dealing with my dad in his final days. Um, but these three knuckleheads, mainly led by Lisa, because I don't trust the other two. Especially this one. Are going to be recording the shows, sending them to me to edit. So something we like. if the show really sucks, don't talk to me about it. Well, it's going to really suck. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, you. But at least I don't have yeah. to spend four weeks worrying about getting everybody online. Well, when Mike, stuff. when Mike comes back for week five and the whole brand new deep purple podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> the deep purple wasp podcast. Or, Alice Cooper. Yes. We're going to throw some Alice in there too, Mike. Or he, find, or he finds out that we just didn't record any while he was gone. You know, hey, that that's totally up to you. Uh, seriously, that's up to you we guys. We took a month off. They're, they're more than welcome to continue recording. They can take off if they want. I'm just not going to be here for probably three to four weeks because I'll be in Minnesota spending time with my family and my dad as he's dealing with his last days. Um, he's dealing with total kidney failure. So um, I'm flying back next Tuesday, the 31st. And this actually means, you know, Mark, you were talking about dealing with real life and real responsibilities. I'm not going to the KISS show on September 10th because I'm going to go yep. do the right thing and spend time yeah. with my father and my family. Mm -hmm. So anyway, if you're wondering why the show sucks, it's because I'm not on it. <laughs> Bingo. Mark, did you figure out how to do the gallery thing that I sent you in the text and the message? I can't even spell gallery. What the hell? I gave, I gave, you, I gave you instructions Lisa, in the message. Lisa, I don't envy you here. This could be great. I gave you instructions on how to do it, on how to make everybody look like a picture instead of the speak. You're in speaker view. You have to put it in gallery view. Mark is like, uh, all Mark is hearing is the the parents from from the peanuts. Peanuts. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> wah, wah, gallery. Wah, 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 wah. What you need to do is you need to put the word boobies in the middle of everything. Exactly. Right. And then he'll pay attention. Mark, huh? up in, up in the upper right corner, there is a graphic of nine boobies stacked on top of each other. Click on the boobies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then All right, can we say good night, Gracie? Um, homework. Do we want any homework? What? What, what's your thoughts on the return of Kiss? How pissed are return you to the end of the road. Hour and a half. Yeah. And, and what do you yeah. think? Yeah. About our total waste of an hour and a half of your life here that yeah. you will never Can't get back. An hour and a half. Are you saying that was a big waste? Well, I'm just asking. We're going to have someone who's going someone's going to say it was a waste. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there will be plenty of people who go best show ever. Yeah. <laughs> Can't win. We just keep doing what we do, whether you love us or you hate us. We don't really care. Sure. Never have, never is, will. Is what it is. Is what it is. Um, 
All right. So go leave some comment. I don't. Yeah. Here. Homework is free for all. Yeah. School is just starting. We don't want to get you crazy bogged down with homework. Just what did you do last summer? There you go. That's your homework question. <laughs> and and what, what do you want us to talk about in the next couple of weeks? Yeah. What do you want these three Weisenheimers to talk about? Really push them. That, that's going to be your job. Um, so head over to YouTube, subscribe, follow us on Spotify, subscribe on iTunes, leave your comments all over social media. And uh, that's it. We'll see everybody. Well, I'll see you in a few weeks and you'll see these knuckleheads, fingers crossed, next week. <laughs>